journey into a world where nightmare becomes reality. listening to the world of horror and i'm your host andy phantasmagoria was a form of horror theater that used one or more early type of image projectors to project frightening images such as skeletons demons and ghosts onto walls smoke or semi-transparent screens typically using rear projecting to keep the light source out of sight portable projectors were used so the images could move and change size Multiple projectors were often used so different images could be switched to quickly. The presenters also used spooky decorations, total darkness, and sound effects to add to the mood. Some used smells and electric shocks. A show might have a requirement of the guests, such as fasting or starting late so the guests would be tired, or even the use of drugs have been known to put the audience in a more receptive state so they might believe what they were seeing was real. The first Phantasmagoria shows were advertised as actual seances in Germany in the late 18th century and would grow more popular through most of Europe and throughout the next century. These performances captured the imagination of their audiences and even inspired some authors to write ghost stories. One French show inspired an anthology of German ghost stories published in 1812. The title of the collection was Phantasmagoriana. During an unseasonably cold summer night in June of 1816, English poet Lord Byron would welcome three guests to his villa in Switzerland. A young lady named Clara Claremont, another English poet by the name of Percy Shelley, and his future wife, Mary Godwin. That night, while warming themselves by the fire, they began to read ghost stories to each other from the Phantasmagoriana. This inspired Lord Byron to hold a competition for each of them to write their own ghost story. No one knows who the winner might have been at the end of the night, but the seeds were sown in Mary Shelley's mind that would become the classic horror novel, Frankenstein. In 1986, director Ken Russell would recreate the events of that fateful night and the form in a hallucinatory visual film experience called Gothic. Why don't we invent our own ghost toys? A competition? Yes! Conjure up all your ghosts. There was something at the window looking at me. Ah! It's alive! It's your creature! Our imaginations brought it to life. It's here. Can't you smell it? The smell of the grave. Stop it. We must send it back. Our creature. It will be waiting in the shadows. What we created with our minds, we can destroy. Fangs sinking into my throat. Yes, our own ghost stories. Gothic was released in 1986. It was directed by Ken Russell who you might know from Lair of the White Worm and also Altered States. It stars Gabriel Byrne, who starred in End of Days and also Hereditary. He plays the part of Lord Byron. Julian Sands, who played in Warlock and Arachnophobia, 
plays Percy Shelley. Timothy Spall, who I recognize, he's, he's from the Harry Potter movie series and also he played a small part in Grizzly Part 2. He plays a part of Dr. Polidori. This movie takes place in Lord Byron's mansion. The whole movie just takes place all throughout the mansion and the various rooms within. This is a period piece. It's set in 1816. The movie begins with Claire Claremont, her stepsister Mary Godwin, and Mary's future husband Percy Shelley arriving at Lord Byron's villa on Lake Geneva in Switzerland. Claire and Lord Byron have developed a romantic relationship and through this he has come to be good friends with Percy Shelley and Mary Godwin. The three friends also meet physician Dr. Polidori who is staying at the villa. There's a thunderstorm outside so everyone decides to play hide and go seek. This sequence gives us an overview of the mansion as each member of the party see different rooms. Later on, while having a conversation about their various passions and fears, Lord Byron takes out a book, a collection of ghost stories called the Phantasmagoriana. The members of the party take turns reading stories. This then inspires the friends to hold a seance with them sitting around a human skull. During the seance, Claire has a seizure. Mary tells the group that Clara's had seizures regularly growing up and weird things would always happen during the seizures. Things like Clara's bed shaking and doors slamming and shut by themselves. Dr. Polidori takes Clara up to her room to rest. As the night goes on, each guest sees a terrifying vision of an uninvited guest. Percy believes that they must have conjured up an evil spirit during the seance. Each person at the mansion will have to face their own personal demons literally and figuratively before the night is over. The first thing that struck me when starting the movie is the frantic pace. The score is very fast paced and lively. It's lots of quick camera movements, there's no waste of time here. The movie has some interesting camera shots, definitely one trademark of director Ken Russell. This movie is a feast for the eyes and the dialogue of this movie is very poetic. Every line seems to have meaning. Even though this is a period piece, the score is synth-based as by Thomas Dolby, who we all know from the song She Blinded Me With Science, and it fits really well in 1986. I really liked how we got to see a lot of the rooms of the mansion during the hide-and-go-seek sequence. You really get a sense of how big the place is. This movie has really strong sexual overtones and visuals. There are pretty heavy themes also presented, things from Mary's grief over the death of her child to the doctor struggling with his homosexuality. The production design is fantastic. There are several themed rooms in the mansion and also a lower dungeon-like level. There are also plenty of set pieces to accompany hallucinations that the characters have, and these all look great as well. As the movie goes along, the plot does fall apart, the, the progressing story really takes a backseat to just one hallucination after another. These scenes probably do have a deeper meaning, but you could just also enjoy the fever dream visuals as well. This movie is like a roller coaster, sure to get some thrills, but little substance. There are some serious themes addressed in this movie, but no real resolution for the characters. It's like a bad LSD trip or fever dream. And when you wake up the next morning, everything's back to normal, and the previous night is just a fading memory. So in my opinion, I would not recommend this movie to most horror fans. 
This is more for the style over substance crowd that can appreciate an art house movie. While I did enjoy the movie, I don't see myself revisiting it. So this event inspired two horror novels. Of course, it inspired Frankenstein, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, but also inspired The Vampire by Dr. Polidori. You've been listening to The World of Horror.